0: oh well I'm 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 live apparently I'm live and I'm adjusting my microphone but that's okay and hey it's early that's okay that's okay because Rob Curry is still here aren't you Rob Curry let's hear you I don't know if you have kids, but I do. And here's the thing about kids. They get older. They change. They grow. And uh, in the case of my kids, just our evening routines are starting to shift a little. And uh, the way it worked out just now, I, I was just standing in the kitchen with my, my North Star. And I said to her, I think I'm just going to go start the podcast now. It's a bit early, but... The kids aren't in bed yet, don't get me wrong, nor are they going to be. They will probably still be awake when I'm done. And uh, that's just the changing nature of uh, kids. So, so hey, maybe Toronto Beer Podcast is shifting a little bit earlier. We'll have to wait and see what happens next Monday, if this becomes a habit or if this is a one-off. But, oh, uh, well, hello, Saren again. Nice to see you. Um, yeah, 8.30, why not? Why not? You know what? I was up early this morning. Were you? Did you, like me, wake up early to watch the color and pageantry of a royal wedding? Not a wedding. Not a wedding. Royal funeral. That's the thing. We're used to getting up early for royal weddings. Because when you've had the same monarch for 70 years, you don't see a lot of funerals. And in fact, Phillips would have been a real banger but uh COVID kind of put paid to that didn't it uh, oh and there's Ben Johnson too oh look at the gang's all here anyway uh, Ben Johnson was just saying I woke up for the royal funeral I'm kind of tired but it was good did you watch it I watched the whole thing I watched them drive to Windsor might have fallen asleep a couple of times while they were driving to Windsor Windsor if you're not familiar with the UK it's about an hour and 20 minute drive from London depending on where you set out in London If you're at Buckingham Palace, you're on that side of London, and it's a little quicker. But anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I watched the whole kit and caboodle. You know why? Because I'm a mailman, and we are federal employees, and that means I got to take the day off. And that was delightful. You know what else I did today? I biked over to Godspeed, and I bought the beer we're about to drink. Oh, yeah, the corpse parade. Oh, Ben, come on. You should know me better, man. I'm a monarchist through and through. Um, yeah, after lunch, I biked over to Godspeed Brewery and picked up some beers, including the beer we're about to consume. Then I came home and I consumed a bunch of the other beers that I bought while reading The Lost World by Michael Crichton Now. This is the sequel, the the uh, the textual sequel uh, to, hey, Mike Jones to uh, Jurassic Park which has become, I believe the term is, a franchise. Anyway, never read The Lost World, read Jurassic Park, reading The Lost World now, having just finished rereading Jurassic Park, and uh, it was better than I remember. The movie kind of stole, oh, look, Mary Beth is here, holy moly. I should start at 8.30 every night, that's the moral of this story. Uh, what was I saying Jurassic Park uh, better book than a movie and it's a pretty good movie and now I'm finding out how that second one goes anyway uh, that's oh oh, I've moved oh gosh I've moved the Instagram machine I'm sorry Uh, let's just get drinking because that's the whole point I started a bit early you guys don't want to wait around for this what am I drinking well if you remember from last week friends it's coming into Oktoberfest season so what have we got right here It is Non from Godspeed Brewing. This is a Marzen beer. Now, Ben has commented before we go on about the Marzen, and I would have normally ignored a comment like this, but I can't, I can't help it. He says, doesn't Ian Malcolm die in the books? And then he's the star of the movies. Ben Johnson, you probably need to read the second book, The Lost World. That's all I'm going to say. It's all explained, buddy. It's uh, it's a little cheap, but it's all explained. Anyway, hey, we're drinking non Bay, uh Marzen beer from Godspeed Brewing. And oh, we got a whole conversation going on in the comments right now. This is this is a classic Oktoberfest style. Last week, we were drinking a Kolsch, not an Oktoberfest style of beer. Distinctly from Cologne, uh, not Munich. This, also actually not from Munich, funny enough, from just over there on Coxwell. Round trip, it took me, Ben, if you read it in grade eight, you should remember how they explained it. Uh, round trip, it took me 18 minutes on my bicycle to pick up this beer right here and a bunch of buh, I think that's how you pronounce it. It's B-U-H and there's a, a dot over the U, but the dot's actually a circle. It's hollow in the middle. B is how I say it. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Anyway. Uh non-bay. this is a Mertzen beer. I'm gonna pour it for the cameras. Gonna make sure. Yep, yep, good. In a Guinness class. Guinness. A classic Oktoberfest class. I just didn't want to drink a whole Stein of it, guys. I got things to do tonight, including drink uh, some wine and eat some cheese. Anyway, here we go. I'm gonna pour it. Here we go. Oh, look at that. Look at that nice, well, dirty glass and uh amber color oh that's a that's a nice color beer right there let me just knock the bubbles off so the glass doesn't look quite as dirty as it did i swear my wife just washed it and i wiped it out with a towel but she'd said to me here she is she's right here She said, you should use the polishing uh, towel. And I said, this will be fine. So it's all my fault. Anyway, not the cleanest glass, but that's A-OK. It looks pretty good to me. Uh, Nice amber color. It's not, especially by Godspeed standards, it's not clear. I mean, you can see through it. But uh, Godspeed stuff is like polished bright. And uh, this is maybe just... Just the slightest, well, it's not brilliantly clear anyway. It's not hazy at all. You can see through it, but it's not It's not brilliant. Uh, nice color. This is, oh man, there's so many comments I can't even keep up. It was the Jurassic Park podcast. I changed it. I changed it. You missed it, Ben. Amber, the Jurassic Park is right there. Fucking hell. I hope that didn't get picked up, because I'm going to have to beep it out if it did, Ben Johnson. I'm. Gonna, I want to drink this beer. Can you guys leave me alone so I can drink this dang beer? If you're listening to the podcast, I apologize. Apparently, starting at 8.30 means that a lot of people turn up and, uh, and comment, and I am nothing but a person who can't help but read the comments. Oh, this beer smells delicious. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal with this beer. It's a Merzen beer. This is an Oktoberfest style of beer. We've talked about this. Slightly higher alcohol, and uh, generally made with what could only be described as a generous amount of Munich malt. And you know what? It smells like Munich malt. It smells caramelly, a bit like bread crust or like brown bread or like toasty. Yeah. There's like a touch of something just a little uh, nutty. Mm, Are we going to say nutty? I mean, don't think about peanuts. It doesn't smell like peanuts. Walnutty? Not quite. Oh, no. um, Oh, I just accidentally spilled some on my crotch. I was so excited. (laughs) <laughs> uh what's the nut uh, the pie one pecans there's a little note of pecan the pine nut not the pine nut although hang on not really pine nutty pecani a little little touch of pecan how do you, do you say pecan 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 sounds like i'm adopting an affectation but that's how i've always said it at least as long as i can remember Mmm, a uh, little grassy hop and like, uh, leafy. I was gonna say floral, not quite floral. Leafy, grassy, leafy. Bit of that. Bit of that. Um, yeah. Let's just drink it. Here we go. It. We're running late already. It's all Ben Johnson's fault. Oh, almost buffaloed myself. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I have... <laughs> I haven't... I haven't had this beer since last year this time. And I've missed it. I can tell you that for free. You know who's not going to like this? Hazy IPA drinking hipsters with top knots and podcasts. Hmm. Okay, so... Well... <laughs> Okay, immediately on, on, the, on, on, your, on your palate, on your tongue, in your face, you know, where you stick the beer when you want to taste it. It's a lesson in, in Munich malt. It's caramelly, bready again, crusty bread, brown bread, toasty, real nice. Not super sweet, and Munich malt can get that way. So this one it doesn't do that because it's also generously hopped. And so um, very quickly... It's not bitter by any standards, but it is nicely, well, it's a little bitter, but it's not bitter like, uh, like an IPA is bitter. It's like, it's like a nice cup of black tea, bitter tannic, you know, these are definitely going to be noble hops. They're probably going to be German hops. Um, couldn't tell you what German hops. I don't know, man. There, I just don't spend that much time with them. Spend a lot more time with the New World hops, and I get to know them a lot better. There is a... Mm-hmm. Again, not quite floral, but beyond grassy, leafy... Not vegetal, but like planty kind of... Uh, well, green kind of thing going on with the hops on top of those malts. But then the thing that it's actually a lesson in is it's a lesson in making German lagers, (laughs) which if you drink a lot of lagers from actual Germany, this won't be particularly surprising to you. You'll go, "Eh, that seems about right. On the other hand, if you're used to like poorly made German style lagers from, say, North American breweries that just I mean, the biggest problem here is don't take the time. Um, this one's gonna catch you off guard because it's super clean and it's so mellow. So you get this nice Munich malty, caramelly, bready thing that happens. And then this nice hoppy, t- I, I, I worry about the word tannic, but a little tannic, very leafy, uh, very green kind of hoppy thing. Not green like a, a wet hop, by the way. Not like that. Like grassy kind of hop. And then the finish is just toasty malts, a whisper of the hops, no yeast influence whatsoever, and just a clean, easy finish. The reason why they make these beers this way is because you can just keep on drinking them. Mm. Like I'm doing right here. Also, incidentally, this beer... It's 5.7, so it's not massive, but it's also not small, and uh, it's, it's got some nice, complex flavor characteristics, but super crushable, to use the word that the kids use. Uh, this is exactly the kind of beer you can drink a liter at a time, and it won't get warm. It's what you want, especially this time of year, Oktoberfest. Mmm. Oh, it's interesting. That pecan note that I got on the nose, I'm not super getting it on the palate. That's like an aromatic thing. I suspect that what's happening on the palate's is probably burying that. Um, actually, hang on. I'm smelling my arm, just in case you've forgotten smelling your own skin. It's a good way to reset your, uh, your, your smell meter. I think that's what it's called. Oh yeah, it's definitely still there when I smell it, but I don't really get it on the palate so much. Oh, it's like, hang on, okay, I need a sip and then I'm going to talk to you. Okay, so here's the thing, you know, uh, I'll often say this, that a smell or taste, can trigger your brain into thinking something else. Like, it's like, uh, Hey Jake, it's like, Hey, you smelled, you smelled banana in this beer. So your brain, if you drink enough beers and think about them enough, immediately starts going, where's the clove, right? You're looking for the clove and your brain will start grabbing a thing and going and interpreting it as that's clove when it's kind of not, uh, or maybe totally not. Okay, that might be happening here, but when I smell it, and again, I don't really taste it when I when I sip the beer. Yeah, no, but on the on the on the nose when I smell it, there is this like again picante kind of thing. But now that I've tasted it and I'm smelling it again, I'm getting this like. Now, Munich malt can be caramelly and I've said it tastes caramelly, but it's almost touching like like mapley and I'm wondering if my brain is tricking me and the pecans and the caramelly sugary note is making my brain go butter tarts. I mean, it doesn't smell like a butter tart. There's for one there's no butter, which is a significant flavor and aroma component in a butter tart. There's also no crust. But I'm wondering if the combination of a hint of pecan and that caramelly thing that I can taste, can't taste the pecans but I can smell them. if that's kind of tricking my brain and my brain's going, "Aha, butter tarts, maply. There might be a something slightly maply on the nose or my brain might just be playing tricks on me. It's hard to say when you the problem is when your brain's playing tricks on you, you don't know because it's your brain. you're gonna get fooled. Every time. So, it's tough. Anyway, this is a great Marzen beer. Man, it's good. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, yeah, that's nice. That's good. Uh, from Godspeed, by the way. Uh, just in case you're joining us just now. That is Non-Bay Marzen beer from Godspeed. Available at the brewery right now for Oktoberfest. For good reason. As discussed last week, Oktoberfest takes place... The first weekend in October, which this weekend is the first and second. If somebody invites you to an Octoberfest party on October the 16th. They've really missed the boat, but we don't need to beat that dead horse. We already talked about that last week. Uh, what are we going to eat with this? I mean, there's no point in even discussing this. Start with a pretzel, move to a pork knuckle um, and then have a lot more beer. Uh, Sausage, fine, totally cool. Work with that if that's what you like. Um, You know, uh, other German, a different type of sausage. (laughs) It's the thing, Oktoberfest. You can probably get a couple different types of sausage. Um, If you really want to think about this, like those are what you do because it's an Oktoberfest beer and those are Oktoberfest foods. Now, I know I was just talking about how my brain was kind of tweaking towards a a butter tart. I would say go carefully on that because the butter tart is going to be so sugary and so fatty. There's a good chance that the beer might not keep up with it. Like that's a massive, massive amount of sugar in one dessert confection. That said, uh, if you wanted to kind of sample... I was th- saying that in the musical sense less than the sampling like little bits and just taking if you wanted to play with that flavor uh, profile, you could probably get away with it um, like a maple maple walnut ice cream with this probably be pretty flipping good. Um, this would be really nice if you just wanted to do something simple. You could have pecans that you uh, um, what's it called, you know, when you 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 sugarcoat a nut like a honey roasted peanut. But you do that with uh, with like maple on a pecan, maple pecans, just as a little a little uh, a little thing that you just pick up and eat. That would probably work really well with this, though, uh, again, think in terms of pecans, think about nuts like walnuts, pecans, maybe hazelnuts, not peanuts, not cashews not those guys the more woody kind of uh nuts um any of those in any any configuration oh actually funny enough so this is a german lager it's not a german wheat beer was not made with a wheat beer yeast i'm about to say a thing and i don't want you to go oh it's a wheat beer it's not but uh banana bread Like a nice, dense, moist, dark, molasses-y banana bread that had like pecans or walnuts in it would go really well with this. Not because the banana is something that's that's complementary. It's not. There's no banana in this beer. It's not a wheat beer. Get that out of your head right now. But um, that fruity, sweet characteristic would set off against the fairly, uh, you know, dry tannic kind of hoppy thing pretty nicely obviously the caramel in the Munich malt uh, and the breadiness would go great with the bread and also the fact that those breads normally have molasses in them Um, that would be a really nice really nice thing to have with it bit a bit of banana bread with uh, pecans or walnuts or both if you want to put both in work away man that's what I say yeah that's what we're going to do with that this is a very good beer kind of beer that just makes me want to shut off the podcast right now and keep drinking i gotta look up a thing though yeah that's what it was it was black lab because i do like to bring you some news news you can use news you can use uh if you want to go to oktoberfest you're probably too late everything in munich's probably booked and uh flights are probably very expensive but you could try and if money is not an, uh, an object then you could probably do it um alternatively uh I don't know if you know let's just take a quick look here. Is Bose doing Oktoberfest this year? Bose Oktoberfest. Bose Oktoberfest. Bose Oktoberfest There's a countdown timer that says that it's happening in 367 days, 19 hours, and five minutes. Yeah, so Bose Oktoberfest is not back till 2023, so forget about that one. Bose, I was going to say respect, I think that's probably a sensible decision. I'm not entirely sure that decision is entirely COVID related, but we don't need to get into into that on this this podcast. Got to wait and see what Steam Whistle wants you to do that was unfair um is steam whistle doing an oktoberfest maybe at roundhouse park no i don't think so they do the summer beer festival and the winter one i don't think they do an oktoberfest mm. amsterdam almost always does not like a full-on thing but they at least do like a party at the weekend uh down at the uh the brew house uh on 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 queen's key love that I know certainly in years gone by, you could do the old, uh, you get your your stein of beer, and if you pay the right amount, you get to take the stein with you. I got a couple of those steins kicking around. They're the bane of my wife's existence, but that's another story. Pardon me, they're the bane of my North Star's existence. Really frames it differently when you say it that way, doesn't it? Anyway, uh, but no, what I wanted to, and I pulled up this email here, uh, Black Lab. On October the 9th, they're doing a Sunday market. That is two days after my birthday. Go ahead and wish me a happy birthday two days before this. Join us at the brewery on Sunday from 3 till 7 for a fun afternoon of shopping local delicious waffles from Sunnyside Waffles. Hello. And beer. And in the photo, I'm seeing these are the Japanese style waffles. Are you familiar with these? They're like bubbles instead of like syrup traps. They're like inside-out waffles, and also in, they're actually fully inverted because typically a waffle, the holes are squares. They're square divots. It's like a grid in the waffle. The waffle can be round or square. That's irrelevant, but the grid, it's a grid. It's, it's squares, square holes in the waffle. The Japanese ones aren't holes. Instead, where the hole would be, it's a bubble. <laughs> and it's a bubble. It's not a square. It's round. They're, they're totally backwards waffles. Let's think. If you had to make a backwards waffle, waffles are made out of flour, milk, eggs, uh, vanilla, um, sugar, uh, baking soda, baking powder and fat. you can put in uh, butter, like melted, or any oil, uh, and then you pour that into a waffle iron. And in the case of these Japanese style ones, the iron's all backwards. It's all crazy. It's, it's thin where you think it's going to be thick and it's bubbly where you think it's going to be square. It's completely backwards. So if we we're going to make that backwards, what's the opposite of flour? The opposite of flour is probably lemons. So, no, this, this, this thought uh, experiment falling apart. We're not going to make lemon juice waffles. Anyway, they do look delicious. And, and, in fact, I can say from experience, that style of waffle has <laughs> um, more of the better parts. The point of a waffle is the surface area that's in contact with the iron gets crispy and the middle parts stay uh, uh, cakey, doughy, light, airy, whatever. The problem is when you have the grids, you just have these narrow little bits where there's space for the good bits. It's, it's mostly crispy, not a lot of fluffy when you invert that and make it bubbles instead of a grid, those bubbles are full of the good parts. And there's still a significant amount of surface area um, to, to crispify. But the ratio of surface area to, to fluffy bits, it's much closer. You know, in and in a, I think this is a, a complete you know, I'm inventing this number, but, uh, in a, in a traditional Belgian style waffle, I'm willing to bet the surface area to fluffy bit is probably like three to one in the Japanese bubble style waffle. It's probably closer to one to one. It might even be leaning heavier on the fluffy side. So if you like them fluffy, that's your kind of waffle. Anyway, also in the photo, they're being served with delicious things. It looks like fried chicken and slaw, you know, fried chicken and waffles. Who doesn't love that? I'm just going to go ahead and put my hand up. Don't really love chicken. But anyway, you get the point. Uh, So come by on that. That, By the way, that little uh, sidetrack brought to you by the Black Lab October the 9th Sunday Market. Swing on by Black Lab. We love them around here. Love Black Lab. And uh, they also they have Oktoberfest Steins or Steins, if you prefer. Um, And and they have a fest beer. Oh, hello, nurse. Spoilers. I don't want to say, but maybe I'm going to say. Maybe I can get some of that. They got their fest beer in 5.9%. Oh, it says on on. Oh, no. One full liter of fest beer, 5.9% on draft is only $13. That's a very that's a very generous pricing. And you can also grab one of these hefty glasses in our retail shop. But can I buy the beer to go black lab? Well, I'll tell you this. I know how to find out. Anyway, so check out Black Lab. Especially that, October 9th. The market. Support local. You can, uh, I don't know, buy stuff. There was vendors listed. I didn't want to get into it. Swing on by. Just take your dog and go for a walk and have a beer. You'll enjoy it. The dog will enjoy it. And you can support some local businesses. I like it. Mm -mm -mm. Well, I say, I think that's about enough for tonight, isn't it? We're back next week. Next week, Monday, the I don't think twenty-sixth, if I'm doing the math right, uh, of September. That is balls deep in Oktoberfest. To use a sort of not great term, but uh, it's the one I chose to use, and I'm sticking with it tonight. We were drinking Nonbe from Godspeed. This is available at the brewery right now. This is a fantastic Martin beer. Uh, let me counsel you this. The cans, 355 milliliters. Uh, it will take uh, more than two, but slightly less than three to fill a one liter Stein. So, you know, use your judgment when you're buying um if you want a stein you're gonna need three or two if you're willing to have a lot of uh and you know what let's leave that one <laughs> um but go on and pick some of that up lots of great beers on that list today too super on purpose I brought my little backpack because I was like dude don't be stupid just get like a dozen beers that's all you need and that's what I did Not really. I got 14. But you know, what's two extras between friends? You know, 13 is a baker's dozen. I think 14 is a brewer's dozen. I got a brewer's dozen. Let's make that stick, guys. 14 is a brewer's dozen. Mm. Swing on by. I hadn't been actually physically into Godspeed in a while. Missed that place. COVID really ruined a lot of things for me. Should get back out there. Anyway, uh, what else we got? Well... Uh, you know, I, I really should be shutting this down. We're at almost 30 minutes, but Ben Johnson was joking. Wasn't this the Toronto Jurassic Park podcast? It certainly seemed that way at the beginning, but it's not. It's not. It's the Toronto Beer Podcast. Did I say it with me, your host, Chris Schreier? Well, you know, better late than never. Still me. I'm here. But uh, as you also know, the Toronto Beer Podcast sometimes flips that uh, that old switch and becomes the Toronto Rugby Podcast. And, um, well, friends. I'm going to say we did it. <laughs> I didn't have too much to do with it, but we did it, guys. Balmy Beach, senior men's. We're in the McCormick Cup final, October the 1st. How about Fletcher's Fields facing the old rival, Toronto Scottish. They beat us for the division championship. And I dare say it's time for a little bit of payback. Put our name on some silverware. Go out and smash them. So that's what we're going to do. We got training this week. We got training next week. Then it's the big day. What am I going to do? Not a lot. Maybe run water out to the guys. Run the kicking tea out to doo-doo. Or maybe just stand on the sidelines and drink a bunch of beers, because that's also fun. But uh I will have minimal impact in the game, but believe me, my heart and my emotion. The results, incidentally, were coming in on Saturday. We were at a friend's house for dinner, and uh we were preparing it. We we're making tapas. Pretty cool. And uh I had to step away for a minute and be like, I'm sorry. There's about eight minutes left in this game. It's really coming down to the wire. I just need to stand over here for a minute and just watch because it's a group chat. Like, that's where we get the scores. This stuff isn't televised. And uh, and then what do you know? Our hooker Owen ran in a try. Boom, through the middle. Dude, kicked the ball for the conversion. Oh, we were up. I think I can't even remember the score now. 31 to 24. Anyway, that's how it finished and we won and I I let out a hoot I let out a shout I might have pumped my fist our friend's dogs who are both uh, admittedly very fond of me got so excited that one of them peed on the floor that's how exciting a moment it was I can assure you it wasn't my pee because my pants were still dry but it might have been I was that excited we did it we got through man I was proud so proud. Anyway, that's what's happening. Hey, if you want to come up, it's free. You can just come up. You don't need a ticket or anything. Uh, Just Google Fletcher's Fields. You get off uh, the 404 at Elgin Mills. Hang a right. Take your first left. That's Woodbine, funny enough, especially if you live down here in the beach. Woodbine, isn't that right over there? It stops for a long period and then it restarts. Anyway, uh, you can get on that and then then that takes you up. You go past the old Honda plant when you get to a ninth line or concession nine. It's got a nine in it anyway. And there's a sign. Fletcher's Fields over there. Just turn there left and uh, and then go out go on ahead and come in and and find the game. It's going to be it's going to be a banger guys Scottish are, hey I want to give them their due they're a good team they beat us so they got to be all right and uh let's just say I think the final score is going to be a little different come October the first I think we're also contesting the G gauge cup with our twos team so a lot of silverware could be picked up that day and fingers crossed we Get it all. Uh, Anyway, if you want to come up to Fletcher's Fields, check that out. October the 1st, easy to find, figure it out. I think kickoff's probably around 2 for the first one and 3.30 for the other. But uh, message me if you want, because you're welcome to come as long as you wear blue and gold. You come wearing a kilt, you're going to get punched right in the mouth. And I'm a guy who owns a kilt, but I will not be wearing it that day. Anyway, uh, that is the uh, Toronto uh, Rugby podcast update. Um, Hey guys, up the beach. So proud of y'all. Uh, and this is non from Godspeed Brewing. As I said, available at the brewery right now. Go in there, pick up some of this. At least three if you want to stein. Probably make it an even nine or 12. Simplify things. Uh, and other than that, you heard the announcements. You heard it all. I'm going to be back here next week. What am I going to be drinking? Well, maybe that Black Lab. Or maybe a German-made Oktoberfest beer. We'll have to see. It'll depend a lot on what happens to me next Monday, to be perfectly honest with you, and also the weekend might get the beer on the weekend, but we'll see we'll see. I do have a German beer in mind, and if I can lay hands on it, that would be magnificent. Anyway, until then, take care of each other out there. Be safe. Uh, check out my buddy Rob Curry. He's going to take us out with that beautiful track, Link Ray Gun," on the, tr- on the track, on the album. Uh, the EP, if you prefer, We Are the Curry Brothers. Link to that is going to be in the description on Bandcamp. Beautiful album, beautiful record. Get it. It's really good. You're going to really like it if you like this. And we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>